What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dives deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and asks all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're diving into the real reality of Salt Lake City. CJ, the housewife collector, is back for another installment of Real Review Realness, and he's talking about Season 3, Episode 7, Choir in Chaos, just in time for tonight's new episode. Lock in while I clock in, because CJ is about to get into it. almost 3 a.m. here but I have no life so I decided to watch the recent episode of the real housewives of Salt Lake City and share I have some thoughts this as you all should know at this point is CJ aka the housewife collector and today or tonight I guess in my time we are gonna collect some of these housewives cuz girl mm-mm-mm so I'm going to start off with Whitney. So I did like the moments when Whitney and Angie Harrington were practicing their dance. Their dance was very short though, but that is the power of production. It was good, but it's very short and like half-assed in my opinion. Regarding... I hate even talking about Whitney, if I'm going to be real honest, because she is tiring this season with all her fake ass storylines. I honestly feel bad for Heather at this point. It's getting to a point where I'm just like, Whitney, what are you doing? You're literally destroying Heather and blaming her for shit either one didn't happen two happened but she wasn't around or three she didn't even fucking know about and so it just seems very unfair for heather i don't get why people were because people were saying recently that like oh we don't like heather and blah 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 blah. but i don't see what there isn't like to heather i mean i don't see what there isn't to like about heather Like, this episode didn't really make me go, oh my god, Heather is so shitty. Maybe people thought that way because she took Angie Harrington's side and nobody likes her. Besides me, I love Angie. But maybe that's why, but I'm team Angie. I don't know about y'all. Unpopular opinion. But Whitney apparently is mad that Heather didn't call or text her when Justin got fired. But Heather didn't know Justin got fired. So Whitney, if your cousin, whom you love so much, didn't know that your husband got fired, what the fuck are they supposed to do? What the fuck was Heather supposed to do? Heather's out here living her best life, starting a choir, you're over here, husband got fired, crying and shit. 
But now all of a sudden you have the audacity to walk all up into Heather's home and say, you didn't tell me, you didn't call me or text me when Justin got fired. Well, you know damn well Heather didn't even know. See, this is what I mean by breaking Heather just for a damn storyline. Girl, are you not embarrassed? Because this is really embarrassing. Are we feeling cunty today? Because clearly we are. Whitney, you need to stop. Especially with that everything that happened in Phoenix. Girl, you know that. You know that was on you. You know. You were lying to Meredith. Now you're lying to Heather. And all of us viewers can see it. None of us want you back next season. At least not me. But I see a lot of these comments, chat, And a lot of these comments are agreeing with me. They don't want you back, sis. So, bye bye I don't want to see you on season four. You're annoying the fuck out of me. I barely even... Ab- I, at this point, I don't even know if I believe her abuse story. That's how serious it is. And I hate the fact that I'm saying that. Because I don't want to deny somebody's abuse. But with all the rumors saying that she was only... That she... There are rumors. Clearly stating that she's making up this abuse storyline. Because she has nothing else going on in her life. And her father has been out of the picture for a couple years now. And she thought, why not? Let me talk shit about him. Because he clearly don't give a shit about me. And I'm starting to believe it. Because... Her whole storyline this season is, I guess, making us viewers miserable. And it's working. So props to her on that, I guess. But chill. You need to go. Go. Okay, now I'm done talking about Whitney. Let's talk about Jen Shaw. So I get that Chris making an account to troll Lisa with the name Shaw Exposed can be bothersome. I get that. You know, it's weird. Like, why? Why is someone's husband using my last name to troll one of my friends? It's getting weird. I don't feel comfortable. But I don't think it's so deep to the point where you have to go to the wife and start yelling and screaming and getting your own family all worked up. I don't think it's so deep that Coach Shaw has to be vulnerable and actually display anger. I honestly don't think it's that deep. Uncomfortable, weird, maybe a little shady, sure. But they're not attacking me. They're not trolling me. They're not attacking you, Jen. Let's be for fucking real. They ain't attacking you. They ain't insulting you. Clearly, they're not exposing you for anything. So... Maybe you think Chris did it because, what was I going to say? I I don't know how to like say it. Maybe Chris wanted to name the account Shot Exposed. And I just thought of this. Maybe Chris wanted to name the account Shot Exposed so that when he trolled Lisa, Lisa would think it was Jen. Now, if that's the case, I can see, I can see why Jen would be mad. But Jen's mad about the wrong reasons is that the case, if that's the case. Jen should be mad about why are you trolling Lisa under an account with my last name? She could think it's me. How dare you? But she's more focused on how it's affecting her family and her. Like, that's my last name. That's disrespectful to me and my family. 
It's not that deep. She's gonna use this for a storyline, I can already tell. Plus, girl, you're about to go to prison for like 30 years. And this is the shit you're worried about? You're worried about a stupid ass fake account that's still active. By the way, they are active, hunty. They were making Instagram responses a couple days, not even a couple days ago, like a week ago. They're around. They're staying, honey. But Jen, you're not. You're about to go to prison for 30 years because you pled guilty. But you're over here getting all worked up over a troll account. It's not making sense because if I were Jen, I'd be like, oh, well, it's a stupid account being a troll. Let me go worry about, you know, my lawyers, my court documents, my court date, you know, my prison sentence, my prison sentence. Gotta put a little extra emphasis because that's what we, that's what this season really was supposed to be about. Jen pleading guilty and going to prison. Not some stupid troll account. So that is why I'm team Angie and Chris, because Chris did it just to protect his wife, as he should. He's being a good husband. He don't want nobody coming for his wife. Oh, but she's on reality TV. It comes with the territory. Yes, it does come with the territory, but y'all should know how some of these Bravo-holics are. Y'all should know how these fans be. Some of them take it a little too far. So rightfully so, the husband's going to step in and be like, hey, back the fuck up. And I'm here for it. Team Angie, Team Chris, period. Jen is overreacting. And Heather's right. Jen should just get over it. Like I said, sis, you're facing prison time. This is something you can get over. Trust me. Like, it's, it's, it seriously is not that deep compared to all of the other things that you're going through right now. Because, sis, I can tell you right now, when you are in prison, serving your 30-year sentence, you're not going to be sitting in your jail cell thinking, Oh, I fucking hate Angie Harrington and her elf-on-the-shelf husband, Chris, for making that account about me. Grr. You're not going to have your phone, honey. You're not going to be able to post on Instagram and go on Twitter rants. Now, maybe you can steal the phone from somebody or smuggle one in but i doubt you're gonna do that because you know damn well that's gonna make your prison sentence longer and you're trying to get out on good behavior i'm assuming because that's how everybody want to do it but jenna you is not gonna have a phone you're gonna have to make friends and actually speak maybe learn a little bit of self-defense before you go to prison because you might need it you might get stabbed i'm gonna just be real you might even learn how to shiv a person. You might end up coming out of that prison with a teardrop tattoo or a few underneath one of your eyes. Especially if you're going to be in there for 30 years. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to Heather. Now, I still am very confused about this choir that she's doing given that she has left the mormon church she doesn't really want anything to do with mormonism she's literally writing a book about her experience bad mormon 
So I, I don't get why all of a sudden she wants to be like Mary Cosby and start a choir. But get it, I guess. And I I kind of liked Lisa's singing. You know, it was a little, hmm, a little pitchy, a little raspy, but it was good. I'll give her that. It was good. Cast her. And I do find it ironic that when Angie was apologizing to Jen, Lisa had a confessional moment where she was like, oh, wow, she's apologizing to Jen, but not me. That's where I really started to have an issue with Lisa this episode, because at the ski slopes, Angie literally tried to talk to you to clear up the rumors. And what did you do, Lisa? You shunned her and walked away and didn't want anything to do with her, but you expect her to come say sorry. It's not making sense. You won't even let her get a word out to you. So how the hell is she going to apologize to you? You won't even let her say hello. You won't even let her look in your direction. If you want an apology, you should kind of be open. You should be open to having a conversation at the very least. That's the only way you're going to get an apology. So Lisa is still a little meh for me. And I didn't know she knew so much about basketball. She was all like, oh, good bounce pass. Oh, good block. I was like, oh, she's actually, she's a little bit street smart. Okay. She knows a little bit of basketball. Okay. How much you want to bet she got that from her sons? And unsurprisingly, she went on a date with her husband and ordered a drink that had Vita tequila in it. The lavender was the lavender vita that drink looked bomb as hell not gonna lie but lisa i'm pretty sure that waiter knew that you are the owner of vita tequila most likely knew there's a chance he didn't know maybe because he doesn't watch reality tv but i'm pretty sure he knew especially that y'all are in salt lake city those who do not watch reality tv won't know who you are but I'm pretty sure he does. He seems like somebody that would watch Housewives. But hey, at least now we know Vita Tequila's actually going somewhere. The real question is, did you have to suck somebody's dick to get that Vita Tequila in that restaurant? Did you sleep with another man to do that? Did you sleep with the owner of the restaurant to do that? There's an eyelash on my phone. Because according to Meredith and Whitney... You was doing some sexual favors, honey. The question is, did any of these sexual favors land your tequila in that restaurant? The world may never know. Okay, enough of Lisa. I'm tired of her. Um, Meredith. That bathroom scene was really uncomfortable. That whole bath scene was uncomfortable. First, it was her putting her toes all up in her husband's butthole. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't take that seriously. Putting her... Mm -mm. Her toes in her husband's booty, honey. His stank ass tush. 
and he blatantly pointed out, please don't put your toe in my butthole. I was over here sitting in my bed like, what? Who? You did what? Where? With who? Like, why are we talking about our buttholes? Now, as much as I love a good butthole, it was, it still made me uncomfortable. That's my double standard. That's my pet peeve, talking about buttholes on TV. And all of a sudden, Meredith out here saying, oh, I think Brooksy is gonna come home and visit us soon while you are casually rubbing your husband's taint beneath them bubbles, honey. Now, why are you rubbing your husband's taint while you're talking about your grown ass son? It's a little weird. It's a little weird. You know, typically when I'm talking about children, I'm not, you know, rubbing somebody's taint or playing with their butthole or their penis because that's just weird. Why would you do something sexual when talking about a kid? That's weird. Oh, but then, oh, oh, this ain't it for the Toe Chronicles because her whole foot now goes back underneath his booty so she doesn't slip. Why are we using the butthole as a way to have better grip in the bathtub? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was gagged the whole scene. I was like, chow, if this shit don't stop in two seconds, mm-mm. It's just as bad as Amanda from Summer House walking into the BravoCon bathroom barefoot. Mm-mm. Barefoot. Mm-mm. This is not a chicken salad, honey. This ain't 81st and Superior. This is a bathtub with couples. And then, but then didn't Sen say everybody needs to get up in this bathtub and resolve their issues? That is, that is weird, weird. Why you want to take a bath with Jen Shaw and Heather Gay and Lisa Barlow? Absolutely not. This, no, 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 mm-mm, no. Oh, I did miss a very important topic regarding Heather. So we're going to dump Meredith for now and circle back to Heather. I am proud of her. I am very proud of Heather. She is upgrading her beauty lab and laser, honey. She went from a strip mall one story to now a gigantic, what, four, five story building that she is going to have her second beauty lab and laser location, honey. Can we get a couple snaps? Can we get a pat on the back? A clap? We're here for it. But I am still confused on one thing. Heather, why do you vie so much for your family's approval? You already got divorced. You already left the church. You are writing a book about leaving the church, honey. You already know all three of those things are gonna rub your family the wrong way and they ain't really gonna fuck with you anymore. But Heather, that is okay. 
you have three amazing and beautiful daughters that are going to have their own lives, okay? I'm pretty sure eventually you're going to get back out there in the dating game and find somebody who you can love and cherish. And then you're going to have, you already have your own family. But maybe you can have a little bit more of a family. Maybe you have another kid or so. I don't know. But you don't need your family's approval. You do what is best for you. Blood does not make you family. It doesn't. You can say blood is thicker than water. You can say blood makes people family. It doesn't. Because sometimes blood will not be there for you. Blood will not support you. Blood will not love you. Blood will kick you to the curb when you need them the most. Now, if your family truly supports you, they will always be there for you, regardless of religion. That kind of family is blood. But Heather, your family is not blood, especially not Whitney. Don't even get me started on your stupid-ass cousin, Chad. She is not blood. She ain't family. She a... I don't even know what she is. We all should have listened to Mary Cosby. Little girl. That's what Whitney is, a little girl. Women. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, now that we have covered the main cast, let me talk about the friends that I haven't talked about yet. As we all know, I'm already Team Angie. There really is nothing left to say about Angie because the girls always keep her name in her mouth. And I don't care how much hate Angie Harrington gets. All these girls have her name in her mouth. They've been having her name in her in everybody's mouth the whole entire season. So at this point, she kind of earns a snowflake. She may be hated. She might even become the new villain. But the fact that she has all these girls riled up, she is the Kathy Hilton of Salt Lake City. They are in a friend role. They don't even have to go to any of these events, honey. They barely even have to film. But yet their hold on this cast is uncanny. It is terrifying. How Angie only had to mess with Lisa and have her husband make a fake account. Bravo. Season 4. Angie Harrington. Snowflake. She's keeping the haters fed. Truly keeping the haters fed. She's keeping me fed. I'm full. I'm full. I'm about to go into a food coma. That's how fed I am. Team Angie. Now let's go on to the other Angie. Angie K. Angie Katsanevas. She's Greek. She's fashionista. Love her voice. Love her confessionals. And I love how loyal she used to be to Jen. And the reason I say used to be is because they are no longer friends. I mean, Jen blatantly attacked her on Twitter like three weeks ago. Or was it four? It was right when the show premiered, so like six weeks ago. So they're not friends. But Angie, Angie K is being a really good friend. Immediately confronting Angie Harrington 
talking about what's been going on, defending Lisa, defending Jen. That's a good friend right there. I like how Angie, I like how both of the Angies really are just diving straight into the mess. They're letting their voices be heard. I didn't like how Jen told Angie K to shut the fuck up. She could have done that a little bit nicely, but I get it, you know. But I like how they are defending their friends. They are standing their ground and they are just getting into it. They came in ready for these. They came in with the smoke, honey. So let's see how the rest of the season plays out. I might end up hating one of them. Now let's talk about Dana. Dana's husband is fine as hell. Okay, let me tell y'all that. Dana's husband is fine. Her children are gorgeous. They are so adorable. They are so cute. Dana is a wonderful person. She has privately DM'd me, thanking me for all her support, all the support. So I'm, I'm a little biased. I even had her as my profile picture for a couple weeks. That's how hard I was standing. And I still do stand. But I think Dana is taking her time with the group. She's getting to know everybody. She's learning everything. She get she gets a little bit into the mess this episode. She dips her toes in the pond. She's like, okay, I'm feeling this out. But next episode, that's when she really gets involved. As you can see in the trailer. Woo! Coming in hot. Overall, this episode was probably one of the better episodes, in my opinion. Or maybe I was just riding off the adrenaline and excitement and the drama that happened at the beginning of the episode. And if I'm being honest, after all of that, like, beef played out at the beginning of the episode, I went right back to my Mario Party 8 chair. And I was playing this video game and I was listening to the show. And apparently, this episode hit a season low. According to TV Deets, with like 474,000 views. I might be wrong, but it was in the 400,000s, honey. And I'm gonna be real. This season has been a little bit of a drag. You know, when there's group drama, I'm loving it. But when it's just individual scenes and at home scenes, I'm not feeling it. It's lackluster, as shown by the viewership. And I know we all, or a lot of people, don't really want this person back. I know some people didn't like some of the things she said. She, People thought that what was said or done was ignorant. And sh- this one did have a rough exit from the show after season two. And no, I'm not talking about Jenny. She can stay gone. I'm talking about Mary M. Cosby. Her Chinese comments directed towards Jenny. That was ignorant. You know, I disagree with what happened. But we cannot deny that Mary brought the laughs she brought the comedy she made the show watchable and light and we need that spark back because there is no spark this this season is boring and when it's not boring it gets a little too serious and i'm not really with it i mean listen 
there isn't much going on. This recording has only been going on for 27 minutes compared to when I talk about the other shows. It, these recordings are like 40 minutes long, between 35 to 40 minutes long, maybe even 45 if it's really good. But we just hit 27 minutes and I'm literally about to wrap this shit up. So, like I've been saying before, a five person cast does not work, in my opinion. Sometimes it works, but nowadays it don't work. Look what happened in New York City. No, we need, we needed either all of the friends to be full time or we needed to keep Mary. Do whatever it takes to bring her back. Pay her more. I don't care. Because if we are barely doing it with five people, imagine four. Jen Shaw most likely is not coming back next season. Whitney, I think, is on the chopping block, in my opinion. Heck, maybe even Meredith. If that's the case, we need all of the friends to get promoted, and we need to bring Mary back. Then I think we'll be set for season four. Maybe bring on a newbie. I think we need to have seven housewives for Salt Lake City. Period. Or do a Beverly Hills and have like 10 castmates. But something needs to be done because I'm hoping the next episode gets much more viewership. It seems much more interesting. I think it's just a slow burn. Hopefully it's just a slow burn. You know, boring the first half. But as we get towards the end of the season, it gets more and more tense and viewership goes up because of it. Because we already know Jen's going to plead guilty during this season. It got captured on the cameras. So I think around those episodes is when viewership will go up. At least I'm hoping. But anyways, I don't really have anything else to say. So I'm going to wrap it up here. It is currently 3.09 a.m. for me. So good night to those where it's late. Good morning to those where it's morning. Good afternoon if it's afternoon. I mean, this recording most likely will be released, at least in my time, during the day. So good day to everybody. This is CJ, a.k.a. The Housewife Collector. Tonight we had just gathered and collected all of the Salt Lake City housewives and their boring-ass lives. And you can find me on Instagram at The Housewife Collector. And I will see you guys later with more Bravo reviews, recaps, and tea. Stay fabulous and have a wonderful rest of your day. Peace.